0: ye shaadi ki taqreeb sab ko mubarak
1: ye ne'mat khuda ki taharat ka parcham taharat ka parcham fizaaon mein aqde 4 minutes after 11 uh, South African time assalamu alaikum Wa Wa Barakatuh Wa Bikum It's a beautiful Wednesday morning <laughs> I see Aji Sulayman as Mashallah he's in a good mood Allah Ta'ala keep you always like that Our beloved engineer uh, And of course presenter uh, For the Nat Kirat I, I think I need to join you one Saturday night Yeah, yeah, I need to do that I need to join myself and you We're going to make a powerful pet team, inshallah Not Kirat what Haji Sulaiman Esop And not Kirat what Arafat Bin (laughs) Ibrahim Yeah Well, it's a beautiful morning I hope you guys are well Uh, I hope you guys are tuning in Listening to Marikas Sahaba The voice of Ahlus Sunnah Wal Jama'ah And of course, I hope you guys are tuning in Listening to Sirius FM Haji Faisal Asmal And Hafiz Yusuf Asman and Company. Yes, 084-786-3132. That's our WhatsApp number. Uh, 084-786-3132. International Overseas Listeners, Plus 2784-786-3132. Plus Plus 2784-786-3132. Uh, I see many listeners, mashallah Are already sending their questions in On our WhatsApp number Welcome to the program Welcome to the program Whatever is troubling you Whatever is sitting on your chest Whatever you want to know Of course, our beloved, senior, respected, honorable Fadila Ustad Will advise you Highly advise you, inshallah Uh, So inshallah you can send your questions in By the way, it's the 15th of Rabi'ul Awwal 1440 Four, Corresponding to the 12th of October 2022. Well, Ustad just, has just walked in. Uh, let's welcome him, inshallah, into the bliss of marriage on this beautiful, mashallah, warm, hot Sunday morning here in Johannesburg. Ustad, Wednesday, yes, I said Wednesday morning. Uh, okay. <laughs> Ustad welcome to the bliss of marriage assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Ustaad.
0: wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh barakallahu feekum wa arfa wa khairan
1: i see there's a listener from welcome ustad and wants to know that in jannah dear mufti which husband will i be with one two or three ustad بسم
0: الله الرحمن Nahmaduhu نحمده ونسوالي Karim رسوله Kareem أما All praise due to Almighty Allah The sustainer, nourisher and cherisher of the universe Peace, blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Number one is this, if you were married and your husband divorced you, so he's out of the picture, he doesn't feature at all. Second one is, your second husband, he passed away, and then your third husband, you were with him, and then you passed away, so which husband will you be with? when we study the authentic ahadith of habibuna mustafa وسلم, so the hadith is authentic in tabarani maa akhiri she will be with the last last husband meaning that the last husband you had so you will be with him however some ulama have said and opined and they said that in a case like this where you had two three four husbands obviously not at one time one after the other one divorced you one passed away and so forth and so on then you will choose which one is the best one, and beside the one who divorced you, obviously, and you will choose that one, and you will be with him in Jannah. So anyway, whatever it is in Jannah, Quran, Karim states, وَنَزَعَنَا مَا فِي سُدُورِهِمْ مِنْ غِلِّنِ That in Jannah and Paradise there will be no malice, rancor, hatred, nothing. All that will be removed and all may Allah Jalla Allah will let us love happily, happily ever after. Surah 7, Surah A'araf and verse number 43 So therefore, if the man has 70 wives, 20 wives, 100 wives, whatever, everybody will love peacefully. The wife will only have one husband, and there will be no jealousy and no malice, no rancor, no hatred, nothing. So everything will be smooth, fine, and peaceful, and people will be living
1: harmoniously. Somebody says that I have been advising my wife to start learning Quran. But she always finds excuses, saying the children and I started teaching her. Then she got lazy, then I made some arrangements to study to others. Still she is making excuses, advice, she is listening, Ustad. Obviously, you also to blame, in life you mustn't just look at the present
0: situation, you should look at the day when you went to propose to her so when you went to propose to her you only looked at the mal and you looked at the wealth and the assets and how wealthy the family was or you looked at the jamal you looked at the beauty how white she was and how white she is and fair in complexion and then you fell in love and said "Ah, oh, this one is very nice she has mal and she has jamal she has wealth and she got beauty you did not bother at all according to your question to do a deen anything otherwise how can it be that a lady is a born Muslim and she doesn't know how to read Quran Sharif and so forth if she is a then we can understand. But if you are born Muslim, so anyway, it's never too late. So you sister, remember that never let pride or laziness overtake you. Habibuna Mustafa sallam, said, the hadith in Bukhari Sharif, most authentic hadith, kitab and compilation, Khairukum man al-Qur'an The best of you are those who teach the Qur'an, who learn the Qur'an, teach it to others so you will become the best. So now first of all, Make to ta- beg all my ta- Allah for forgiveness, make toba and repent, Ya Allah, I neglected the Quran Sharif for so many years. Secondly, Ya Allah, give me tofik the ability capacity to learn the Quran Sharif. At least I will be able to read it properly. You don't have to become a qarisab or somebody, but the basics you should know. So, my sister, these type of excuses, laziness, all that is unacceptable. You must have a time table, this is the time for sleeping this is the time for cooking this is the time for children this is my learning time and so forth, you will accomplish much more in minimum time so inshallah and you the husband, you should be encouraging her both of you are guilty of a sin but remember that the wife is more guilty because she has abandoned and neglected the Quran and if we do that tomorrow on the day of justice there will be severe consequences you will be abandoned and neglected on the day of justice when we turn away from the noble quran so always read the quran Sharif. Sunnah Mubaraka and you will find your answers so my advice to both of you go to chapter number 20 Surah and see the verses I'm quoting to you now Surah chapter 20 and verses number 124 125 126 124 125 126 and then you will see the ramifications and consequences which Very very serious But Allah is still giving us Opportunity to make amends And let us turn our life Around for the better inshallah
1: So said my husband's son Keeps failing university My husband's son keeps failing University exams so he says it's because His parents got divorced Many years ago started. He's a good for
0: nothing. He's just having a joll of a time there, busy with the girlfriends and what have you and whatever. So just kick him out and take him out of university and tell him he must start working, working day in the shop of his father, or he must go do some work like this he's sitting on his laurels, thinking of Hardy and just wasting his father's money and looking for an excuse. Human being is such, whenever he is wrong and whenever he is a failure, then the blame game. He'll blame somebody else. Balil insanu ala nafsihi basira Al adira. So human beings' nature is such. Deep down, he knows whose fault it is, who's the guilty party. But superficially, outwardly, remember, he will cite and give excuses. That is what the Quran Sharif tells us in Surah Qiyamah chapter seventy-five. So therefore, that you must ever heart to heart discussion with your husband and tell him you're just wasting your good money one year he will tell you he wants to do BA next year he'll tell you he to do BCOM then the next year he'll tell you he'll do this course. all the time you're just wasting money wasting time he needs a good threshing and he must go start working and stop killing time there and playing with the girls in university so that's what he's doing there and the father can't succeed through it and therefore he he looks for this excuse. Yes. So, how you were passing school, how you got your driver's license, how you did all these other things there. That time your parents were divorced
1: also. So, it's just a flimsy excuse he is giving. Mm. Ustad, listen to this one, Ustad. A varsity school teacher proposed to my daughter. But for some reason, dear respected Mufti Sab, it seems they know each other and been chatting secretly. My daughter is only 20 years old. What do I do? i mean in Muallima Ustad. So you
0: must remember as parents, you all are also to blame that why you give your daughters, your sons, the cell phone, you give them so much money, you give them so much freedom, and remember they can chat with whoever they want to, they can move around wherever they want to, and so forth, and you are not there to supervise their activities, and so forth. If she, your daughter, went to university, then the answer is very clear, so everything starts the adversity now who's to blame for that did we not tell you a hundred times that university for girls is haram that they go there you can see what a toxic uh, environment it is and what, what things go there we send our daughters or sons for that matter in the rain and then you say we're making dua she must not get wet I mean that's the real example you must remember that and if she didn't go to the university so then Somebody else, her friend or whatever, told her. So now you must decide, you and the father, your husband. That what do you think of this university lecturer and professor, what doctor or whatever he is? So not medical doctor, doctor in his field. So is he good for your daughter or not? If I'm the parent, so I will say no. He already struck up a clandestine in contact with your daughter. they chatting and flirting and talking and all these things here. Yeah. So if a person can do this, don't think your daughter is an angel. She's 100% guilty as well but you must remember he will take undue advantage of her Mm. because she's 20 years old, he will be 30, 35 years old or something like that. So to me, you have to take that cell phone away from your daughter and tell her that all that you are doing is haram and you must
1: remember there can't be barakah blessing in haram activities. Mm. Somebody says, start that uh, uh, I'm Farhad. Uh, I don't know how true is it. Uh, but my wife said that they came to you and you said i must divorce her please if it's true don't break my marriage move this up and nobody comes to me i don't entertain
0: anybody come to me Hmm. and these things here so you must remember so if somebody told you they came to me so remember that is an absolute lie i have quran sharif in my hand Yes, maybe what happened is that they send me a WhatsApp message or they send me an email or what. Our function always is, we say jorna naketorna. Everybody knows that. We say you must save the home and never break the home. But if you are breaking her bones, you are assaulting her, you are bettering her and you are doing or humanizing and so forth and so on. And she says that she's trying all this so obviously in that case there we will answer the question as the question is posed to us. So then we will say, make istikhara. And if your istikhara comes out that you should move on with your life and leave him, then you must practice on that. But if she's telling you she came here and all that, all that is lies. It's very easy, you know. That because a lot of people know me, just use my name. What mm. is there? You don't mm. understood. So, hamku pul make us the breach and use us for your own agenda. So nobody comes to me because I don't allow it as well.
1: I see the brother is asking for Maf He says that the, the true story is that she's having an affair with a married man who started.
0: There, there, always there will be something, my brother, you must remember <laughs> this, that, that if she is having an affair, without well, you are saying that, right? We mm-hmm. don't know. So remember that if it went to that extent that they slept together and so forth, she, your wife, would ABC, then for ABC, and your wife in he's married then is the death penalty and if he is not married then for him is hundred lashes and for your wife is the death penalty so now the whole ball game is different now you must decide what you want to do do you want to forgive her do you want a temporary separation are the innocent ma'asum children involved so she committed a heinous crime but for the sake of the children you say never mind that I will still keep her or you want to divorce her. So all these are your options. You must decide what you want to do. So that is what happened. From our side, it's all math, my brother. There's no problem. Mm. But you must get the true story that we in this field for over 40 years teaching people and so forth. I don't allow anybody to come to my house and then you must remember we tell them that go get divorced. We tell them you go to your local imams, you go to your local jamiyat go to whoever you have confidence in. If I have to start this business here, then day and night I'll be busy with all these type of things here. Mm. So we don't have time for these things here, my brother. Like how I'm giving you advice, anybody advises me, so then I'll give you the same give give them the same advice. Mm.
1: So sir, which is or uh, which is for the betterment and healthier for a child, a home where his parents are continuously fighting, where one of the parents is oppressing the other, and where the parent is involved in substance abuse, or the other, where the parents are separated to start.
0: So you must remember this, every case will be different. So why are the parents fighting so much and so on? You must remember, we have to go to that. So if there is substance abuse, the husband is on dacha, the husband is on Mandrax, the husband is on Tuck, on the mentor as duck from the duck. you know in Afrikaans you say so we don't even know so my student is there mashallah, next to Roshni in the deer so Mahana, he, asked him, Bada. he runs all this you must remember he have sent uh, for the Muslim ladies how many Muslim ladies are involved once in a while when I meet him he tells me some incidents hair raising incidents you know you can't believe how low our people have gone to Allah protect us all so sometimes there is abuse from the husband they call substance abuse this is all the euphemisms you must remember they use to cover up their tracks you know simple term is a dahar worker simple term is on drugs Mm. so simple term the person is addicted so my advice normally in a case like that is whether it's the husband whether it's the wife I've been to so many of these rehabs I haven't found anyone one of them that can tell me they have a success rate of more than 30-35%, meaning two-thirds of the time, 70% of the time, 80% of the time, they failure and they charge 50000 70000 100000 a month. So they will detox you, cleanse you, and after three months, six months, one year, that person has a relapse and so forth. How are you going to lead a life like that? So you must remember that. So if it is true that the husband remember is addicted to all these things there, then my advice to you will be, sister, make istikhara and then you decide but remember, normally things don't work out, that is better you separate and apply for talak, or if you don't want to give talak, go for fasakh and annulment of marriage and so forth and so on, so because they don't want to listen and they're addicted al-khamru umul khaba'is al-khamru umul fawahish All these drugs, all these alcohol, all these intoxicants, they are mother of all vices and all evil. So therefore you need to understand that open Sunan Nasai and that you will find it. So you must remember that this is an Ibn Majah and so forth. You will find this type of hadith. The lesson is here that you must decide what you want to do and thereafter you can see what is best for your child and your children.
1: He says he is involved in Daha abuse from husband started.
0: Yeah, once he is with Daha and so forth, then does he want to stop or no? And when he takes the dacha and all that, does he become violent and all that? So, so many issues on this here. So, you must give him one more chance and tell him, if you take one more time dacha, then you walking out of this marriage. Now, I just give you a practical example. Understand the example I'm giving you. If a person takes wine, alcohol, if a person takes wine, that is eating pork and all that, now he sleeps with you, the wife, so that impact of the wine, the swine, whatever it is, is it entering you or not, you the wife? obviously it's entering you. So Samal by an analogy that when he is taking the dacha and drugs and what have you, and when he fulfills his conjugal relationship with you, is that going into you? a portion, a part of it, obviously. So remember, so you also are, de- are, are affected by that, and then that filters down to your children and everybody. See where it will go and end. So you must give him an ultimatum one more time, then it's finished, I walk out on the marriage. So these type of advices we can give you, but end of the day, you are the one, it's your life, you must decide what you want to do.
1: <laughs> Somebody says, Ustad, that uh, move this up, sticks and stones will break my bones, but names will never hurt. Uh, my tears have dried. Can I remarry? As my husband refuses me, Talak, Ustad. If your husband, you must remember, we answer the
0: questions yes. as the questions are posed to us. Obviously, you can understand, and we also know, obviously, that this is one-sided, and many a time the people add a lot of masala and spice. So the question comes very slanted to us. But Alhamdulillah, we know what Allah tells us, that you know how much spice and how much people add and so forth. If the marriage is so bad, you married 12, 15, 20 years, You have two, three, four children, and now the husband is assaulting you, treating you badly, and swearing you, cursing you, and even physical abuse, and so forth. So, in a case like that, you requested talaq and divorce, he says, no. So, you must go to your local ulama, go to your local jamiyats, and apply for fasakh, that is annulment of marriage. Islam never says you must stay in a marriage and become a, you know, boxing a uh, punching bag and become somebody involved in boxing that your husband is keeping be, keep on boxing you and assaulting you so Islam don't allow that so there are always ways and means so you must go to your jamiyads go to your local ulama and the term you must use is fasakh make a list of all the complaints not petty petty problems the serious serious complaints and then you give it to them this happened this happened this happened they will have a court case, they'll call your husband and thereafter they'll give you the decision and so forth.
1: Mm. 0847863132. Zero eight four seven eight six three one three two international overseas listeners plus two seven eight four seven eight six three one three two. Let's go to London, Ustad. Is capping Sunnah for a lady, Ustad? Hundred percent for the whole Ummah, for male, female, adult,
0: children. It's Sunnah, Habibuna Rasulullah Mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam. When for the miraculous nocturnal journey from makkah mukarramah to majdul aksar palestine read the salat there for the prophets and messengers from there to the seven heavens and beyond that is called mi'raj the ascension and the first part from makkah to jerusalem is called isra i s r a Beginning of chapter 17 Beginning of the 15 Jews 15 part of the noble Quran Subhanalladhi Asra bi abdihi Min al majjid al haram Ilal majjid al aqsa So isra means To travel at night So when Habib Nasir Went from sky to sky to sky To sky and met the Various anbiya prophets and Messengers everywhere The angel said that you Ya Rasulullah, O Mustafa Rasulullah صلى الله Mur bil hijama. You must command your ummah, they must do cupping. So it's for male and for female, for children also it's fine, but there are three, four conditions. Condition number one is male must go to male female must go to female not female go to a strange male so that's haram obviously i say i want to do cupping and i go to a female so how can that be justified so obviously all that will be haram then second one is this that the best days is seventeenth 21. so today in south africa what you will say Today Wednesday is the 15th so Friday will be 17th then Sunday will be 19th and then Tuesday and next week will be 21st if you are in you are in London so your dates will be different because remember most of your ulama there, they follow saudi and so forth and so on so remember that if by you today is the 16th and then tomorrow Thursday is the 17th so you do that you just follow your no 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 local cal- Calendar. If you are following my student and so forth, Sheikh Suleiman Gani, he is an expert in this field here, yeah? so he will tell you what was the actual sighting and no sighting and all these issues. So be that as it may, you just follow whichever calendar you are comfortable with and then you do so, but you go to your local lady, not the man. And remember that those will be the best days, 17th, 19th, and 21. So these are, and make a proper price that how much you have to pay that person and which type of cupping you're going to do. Will it be dry cupping? Will it be the wet cupping where all the blood comes out and so forth? All these are issues that you must clarify from before and then you have no problems. And remember for you sisters, this is just uh, personal advice I'm giving you. If you are in your menses, so you're already losing blood and then you go for cupping, we don't say haram or something, but we definitely will say it is not advisable, not desirable. Because if you know that when I go and donate blood, I don't know when last I went, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, whatever. So when you donate blood, they keep juice there, they keep baskets there, all this type of things there. So what happens? In Arabic, you call this to replenish what has come out from your body you feel weak so same time you must remember you start eating something you start drinking something now you are my sister in london here eh, in uk or east london here eh, in south africa or wherever you are if you are in your hais, you are in your napaki, in your menses, and now you go for cupping. So you're definitely going to feel extra weak as well. So we don't say haram, but we will say that it is not advisable, not desirable to do so. These are the few things you should take cognizance of and take into consideration.
1: Somebody says, My mother in law continues making bad dua, cursing my husband and I, Ustad. What can we read for protection from oppression and her curse? Is it a sin to curse someone in Islam, Ustad? Remember that the question
0: we have to ask is this. Why is your mother-in-law cursing her own son? Why? And why is your mother-in-law cursing you? Now let us break it up into three case studies, three different examples. She wanted her beloved son, ABC, to marry a lady, right? Why? Because that lady, she wanted them as marry. They belonged to the same gam, the same village, the same language group, and so forth. And he did not listen to her. So he married somebody he, that she felt was not good. That because you come from, you speak a different language. They are Gujarati and you are Mammon. or he is and you Gujarati, or oh, you, or oh, they Urdu and you Gujarati, and you know all our stories, our Indian fairy tales. So you come from this village and she is from this village, and so forth. So people ask me, who are you? So I say, I'm a hundred percent celebrated, men, a hundred percent. So they ask me, Dad, what is your wife? I say, assorted biscuits. <laughs> uh, so you must remember that. So finish. So end of the story, kalas. So you must remember this. My parents are happy. They were happy. All passed away. Her parents, all that, so like that. So that's the first thing. So maybe that is why she is cursing her own son and cursing you. So then the answer is this Is that justified On her part On her behalf No It's not justified And you must not worry Every time she curses you The curse go back to her And then she is cursing herself It means What is the meaning of La'anat and curse Al-ib'ad and rahmatillahi ta'ala She is cursing herself Oh Allah Deprive me Of your special Special mercy Therefore, she is leading such a miserable and wretched life. Second example, that you all are you, that her son, and you, the daughter-in-law, that you don't read Salat, you don't dress properly, you wear funny, funny clothes, see-through clothes, all that. He is not interested. His mother say, go buy medicine and so forth. He say, hey, I haven't got money and all that. So then she's cursing you and your husband, then the curse is valid. It will fall on you. Mm. Why? Because you don't read Salat, you don't dress properly. He's not making khidmat and serving his mother and so forth so that's the second scenario then the curse will fall on you and he justified for her because why you must read five daily salat on time you must dress properly and all that you can't be running around with transparent clothes and a mini skirt and so forth and he doesn't worry and bother about his mother so that's second example third example so you, as a daughter-in-law, you treat her badly. So remember, you tell her, you know what? You don't have time to make tea for her. You don't have time to cook for her. You don't have time for her at all. The two of you are oh, every day on each other's throats and so forth. Me, may too too business. You know, me, me, too too I say, you say, he say, she say. All these type of things going on. So then remember that you must explain to her. Yeah. <laughs> That whatever you are doing for her is not compulsory upon you. You are just doing a favor and so forth and so on. So that is how we will understand these things here. But end of the day, you are living in one house, it seems. You are sharing the same kitchen and so forth. So just tell your husband to make two separate kitchens that when two women are in the same kitchen, then all the damal and trouble takes place there. Mm. So in that way, she will get her independence and you will get your independence and nobody will be cursing one another and so forth. So therefore all parties should be reading Surah 25 verse 74 Rabbana hablanah oh min azwajina O Allah Jalla Allah grant us spouses, grant us children that are the, the coolness of the eyes. Read ya wadudu, ya wadudu, ya wadud. Sister you, you the daughter-in-law i'm asking you a question when large did you buy a gift a present for your mother-in-law mm. you see so there are so many ways that you can you she tell you me i curse you you're going to jahannam so you say you're going to jahannam now how that is going to work out so it won't work out the good and bad is not equal she's cursing you, tell her never mind kala, ma, I make dua for you. And one two times a month or one two times in three months buy a present, give her and those in this way the. So inshallah she will melt down and then she will fall in love with you in the sense she will say that this daughter in law of mine is even better than my daughter, mm. because now she is massaging my feet and she's looking after me and so forth. And And when they reach that age, 60, 70, 80, many of them become senile, you know. They just speak whatever they want to, and so forth. So you mustn't worry about that. Tell her, I'm doing this for the love of Allah, and you make dua for me.
1: So that will take you far in life. Mm. Listen to this one, Mustad. I'm your mother-in-law. Why doesn't Mufti A.K. advise our daughter-in-laws? They are spoiled and useless. Everything is takeaway food. Tell me, how did Mufti AK treat your mother-in-law? I'm done as a mother-in-law. I wash my hands off. I'm busy packing my bags. I'm going back home. I'm 65 years old. You see, Kala, you 65
0: years old shall so address you, Kala. Why you put all the blame on your daughter-in-law? Why you don't address that spoiled brat of yours, that son of yours? <laughs> when he went to propose to his poor when he went to propose to his darling, when he went to propose to his honey, so then he only looked at the mal, and he looked at the jamal, he looked at the beauty, and he looked at the cloth at the at the wealth and beauty and he got married. He never even found out can she cook, can she run a house, and so forth. So now your husband, your son, your son is happy every day. She's oh, yes, she just dial a phone and dial a chicken, dial a dust, dial a roti, dial a ch- whatever they want, and he's carrying on. Is that right? Hundred percent is wrong. But she's not only to blame, she's wrong 100%. But Kala, with due respect to you, your son is also 100% wrong. So don't put all the blame only on your daughter-in-law and say, me, I'm picking up and I'm going, you see? So you must always look at it both sides. Mm -hmm. You must give your son, when he's alone, a tongue lashing. Tell him you baila, you good for nothing. Can't you tell your wife must cook and so forth and so on? So that is how you will solve the problem. So you asked me about my mother-in-law. Mm. I got 10 brother-in-laws. My wife got 10 brothers. I told her, Ma, Masi I used to call her, mm. is blind. My mother-in-law went blind the last five, six years, whatever, of her oh, life. No, no, no. I told her, nobody can make khidmat and serve your mother like you can serve. So let's go, we pick mommy up and you tell her she must stay here with us. We took her for hajj, alhamdulillah, with Allah's help. She stayed here Kala, and she passed away here. Where I am now, (laughs) she passed away here. So when the 10 brothers look at that, then they say that we should be there, but it, Allah, Allah chooses whoever he wants. So we don't say that they were not right, but I will say that we just did little bit extra, and every day she used to make so much du'a. Story time, Khala. We call you Kala, and I call my mother-in-law Masi. So I told her, Kala, I told her Masi, my mother-in-law. I used to speak Gujarati with her. Uh-huh. She's my teacher in Gujarati, you see. ¡Soy el you know you're staying here and all that. So boarding, lodging, all that and that. Now how it can be free of charge? You have to pay something also. <laughs> she said, hundred percent. So I said, your kiraya is what? Your rental is every day you read two rakat namaz and make duaf.
1: Allah. You <laughs> see?
0: So that was the agreement we had. So I should tell her, Ajdu Kiraya, take you. She said, number one, take you. So that is what happened. You see, Khala. So don't blame. Your daughter in is to blame. But not only she, your son is also another spoiled brat. Remember that. And you as a mother, take your bags and put back inside the house. And when your son comes, and leave your daughter law Better sit here. For what you are a baila? You know what baila means. For what you are such a sissy? Can't you tell your wife so whole day she's playing with the films, Hollywood, Bollywood, Robin Hood, Shaitan Hood, and Tiger Hood, and all that, <laughs> whole day she's busy with the phone, whole day speaking to this friend, that friend, can't in one month, three months, I will teach her how to cook and all that? So you must tell him, your son, he can't be such a baila. <laughs> so don't push all the blame on your son, your daughter-in-law, your son is also to blame because he's another spoiled brat also. <laughs>
1: I see Kala is crying, Ustad, and I also got tears in my eyes of what you tell me of your beloved Marhuma Masi. I see Kala says my son is a disgrace, he's a garjama, Ustad. Yeah, you see, now that we all. Now, Kala, you
0: also don't tell us the whole story, you see. You'll tell us the story. Uh (laughs) I taught one book, right? This is an example we give. Uh Now, my sister Leila, I don't know if you're listening, my sister Leila Zulu. Uh So that, you know why we're calling you Zulu, right? (laughs) So now, so we have a book in Arabic. You know my sister Layla, we have in English Romeo and Juliet, Shakespeare and all that we learned in school. So when we use Islamic terms, so we use say Majnun and Layla. You see, mm. Majnun is the lover and Layla is the beloved. So I taught the book to a student. This is an example. So I taught the whole book. Then the book finished, Then one student asked any questions. He said, yes. He said, is Layla muzakkar or muannas? Is Layla male or female? Bye, I taught you the whole book, and you still don't know who's the male and female. So, Kala, I told you the whole story. Now you come tell me he's Karjur garjamai, and so forth. Mm. So, when he's garjamai, he lost all the trump cards. So, now he just has to dance and jump according to what his wife says. Otherwise exit visa hum baba baba pick up and go so that how can he become ghar jamai so then he becomes not a baila he becomes a double baila a double sasi so you need to speak to him and tell him you his mother and how disappointed you are in him then you worry about daughter in law that is the advice kala
1: allahu akbar let's go for an ad break i see sister leila said saw, saw bona. That she's,
0: that she's ah, <laughs> very good my sister leila and uh, i tell you quickly one story uh-huh. leila, then we're going for a break uh-huh. right leila you're listening my sister right you see some of our prayers the imam the leader when he reads he reads loudly So the prayer after sunset, maghrib, so he reads loudly. Nighttime, at one and a half, two hours, two and a half hours after sunset, he reads loudly. Half an hour, 45 minutes, one hour before sunrise, he reads loudly. But the prayer we have to one o'clock or the prayer we have four o'clock, five o'clock is softly. Right, my sister, Leila? So now one day we human being. So this Imam, he passed away, you know. Mm-hmm. So it is the one o'clock prayer. So he went in front. Allah Akbar. And then he started reading loudly, my sister Layla, right? <laughs> so he said, this Imam, he loudly. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Arrahman Arrahim. So the Muazzin, the person at the back, he's from Malawi. The South Africans all kept quiet. They say, hey. The imam is doing this, we don't know what to do. So it the, is muazzin, this person at the back, my sister, Leila, what he said? He shouted from the back. He said, Tula, 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 Tula. So you see, so we have some oh, moments like that also. You can't make tula tula and that in salat, in prayer. But he also, now he does, this is a 50-year-old story. So a little bit we speak also, my sister. So he told the imam, tula tula. So now I have to make tula tula. We're going for a break now.
1: 14 minutes, 2, 10 o'clock. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah Wal Jamaah. <laughs> Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl-Sunnah Wal-Jama'ah. Oh, Allahu Akbar, subhanAllah. 13 uh, 2.12, it's a beautiful, mashallah, uh, Wednesday morning. I see so many messages are coming in. Somebody says, uh, tell Mufti Saab, my father has remarried and only visits us on Christmas Day. I need a father, not a father Christmas. Is he not supposed to play a role in my life as a human at least? Anonymous, Ustaz but remember we have to look at it from all perspectives aren't you being
0: selfish also when your father was married to your mother right Mm -hmm. so he was with you and everything and so forth now we don't know what is your age so you must remember that so now your biological mother passed away. Your father is 40 years old, 45, 50 years old. He says, you know what? Me, I'm a fit man. I'm active. I can't lead a life. You must remember that like this and this fitna everywhere. Abdullah the Mas'ud, radiallahu and the grand mufti of Sahaba, he used to say, if, hypothetically, Allah tells me in 10 days' time I will die and this is the golden era of Islam. I will still get married with the fear of falling into fitna and all these calamities and musibat and the disasters. So your father getting married, you got no objection. Even if you're feeling bad, your objection is misplaced, brother. Remember that. Now we don't know where your father is. We don't know where you are. If you are 18, 20, then you can't complain. You have to continue with your life. So if your father come Christmas, all that is looking at the weekend and so forth, so at least he's visiting you. I can pose the same question to you. Why don't you go and visit your father? Mm. Is is it fair or not? Mm. I mean, is your father... So who? You must go and visit your father. So maybe your father is in Durban and you're in Johannesburg or vice versa and so forth and so on. Yes, if you're a small lightiki, you must remember that you're 8, 10 years old or so. So then maybe you should go stay there by your father and so forth. Whether your stepmother will accept, don't accept, we don't know. But for you to say your father has become a Father Christmas, you shouldn't speak like that. You must remember that yet you are being very very selfish and self-centered say I, I gave my father blessings it's very good he did this he got married and so forth. that is how a Muslim should think and remember as long as my father is alive <laughs> then I will always show respect Habibuna Mustafa Sallallahu <laughs> Alaihi Wasallam Hadith Sahih authentic go open Al-Adab Al-Mufrad of Imam Bukhari Rahimahullah and you will find Wa in Wa in if both our parents do wrong things or one of them do wrong things still you O son or daughter you must still show them love you must still show them respect that is our Islam you must understand this brother so today is Wednesday and after Zohar du'as are accepted so you beta you son you are going to make special du'a for your father and for your stepmother and for your beloved mother who passed away so you must read surah 14 verse 41 so what you're going to read for your beloved mother who passed on oh beloved Allah forgive me forgive my beloved parents and the believers the day the reckoning is established your father is alive he's with his wife he never forgot you but there are logistics involved Just. Tell me one thing before we go to the next question the way I understand you are the son right and what's your age I just want to know that so I think you 18 20 but I could be right I could be 21, wrong sir. what is the age he said 21 so what are you complaining now I took the right guess I told you 20 so you 21 what you want your father must come visit you every week every month and all that so it. So he's doing you a favor by coming that long weekend. He comes Christmas Day, Boxing Day, New Year Day. He's not boxing you. He's not asking you for anything. So why you don't go some weekends to him? He's in Durban or wherever. So you see my brother That you are in the wrong also mm. So remember So today You're going to make du'a For your beloved mother After Zohar And for your father And remember His wife Your stepmother You're going to make Special du'a What du'a are you going to make? Surah 17 Verse 24 رَبِّ Allah كَمَا رَبَّ Ya Allah Have mercy on them They nurtured me Brought me up When I was a baby And an infant Read رَبَّنَا i don't know your brother but i I, we get some you know uh, uh, feeling you know Mm. what i mean if you ask me you know what is your problem you jealous why did your father get married to a lady after your mother passed away
1: that is your big
0: problem my brother you see, that's why you look for all this and you're prepared to call your father, Father Christmas and all these things there. So you need to know that your father don't need your permission to get married and what he did is
1: 100% right and you are wrong. <clears throat> uh, he says, I don't need him if he doesn't need me. Yeah, that's I'm not your, happy. His name is Tahir Ustale. That's your arrogance, brother. That's your arrogance
0: and that will make you fall. Mm. You must remember that.
1: Ustad, my sister in law travels alone to Saudi to perform Umrah without a mahram. And my father in law and mother in law allow it. My sister in law has lost her husband. Is it right to start? She says in Saudi, the law has changed. So she can travel Remember we are not Our allegiance
0: is to all Almighty Allah Jalla Wala, Quran Sharif Our allegiance is to Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So that is a Muslim And our allegiance is to our religion Islam So you must remember that So that Saudi What you speak of Saudi Saudi the ruler themselves are kuffar mm. They legalize every haram thing So you must remember In the Omsati and the building alcohol will be served so they brought about bikini beaches there in Jeddah they brought about the rave shows and musical shows they brought the formula one and so forth they locked up the imams of the haram and other ulama mm. so if you're going to say Saudi so what you where are you going to draw the line they're doing more haram things than halal things so he MBS is guilty of the murder of Jamal Khashoggi he's guilty of murdering thousands of people in Yemen. So where are you going to draw the line? That fatwa of whoever it is, their mufti, grand mufti, in Islam is not worth the paper on which it is written. According to all four schools, Shafi'is, Maliki's, Hanbali's, Hanafi's, is haram for a lady. Any part of the world, America, Europe, Asia, wherever, that she just goes and performs Umrah and comes back without a husband, without a mahram. There's no father, there's there's no brother, there's no son, and so forth. You are not following Sharia and Islam. You are making ittiba a hawa. You're following your own whims, fancies, and desires. And when you follow your own whims, fancies, and desires, never mind Sawab, You become cursed and you go straight to Jahannam and the hellfire. That is what Quran is teaching us. Bal tu al hayat al dunya wal Human being they give preference to the worldly life because it suits their whims, fancies and disaster uh, and their desires and that leads to disaster. Don't fool yourself. All this umrah is haram and no Sawab involved. You go back, you went and you come back. You mal'oon and you cursed by Almighty Allah and Mustafa. So the fatwas of nowadays are not worth the paper on which is written because MBS is a Murtad bin Shaitan Openly he said he rejects a hadith Whether
1: it's in Bukhari or Muslim or whatever Allah. Who said a divorced lady has three children A 14-year-old girl, a 9-year-old girl and a baby boy How must custody arrangements work in Islam, Ustad? Remember sister, we don't know what are the
0: real circumstances and so forth I will just give you both sides of the spectrum and then you see according to the shafi'is it's very straightforward now you got these three children your three flowers so we must ask them where they are comfortable the one who's fourteen years old the other one is nine years so the smallest one will be with you so where are you comfortable are you comfortable by ummi by mother you stay there if they say no we don't want to stay with ummi we want to go by abi by father they go there after one week one month they say no we don't want here we're going back to ummi so they got so shafi's got a very very flexible arrangement on this issue Hanafi say if it is a boy and that so then he will stay with the mother till the age of seven and then go to the father if it's a girl till the age of ten or so that then she will stay nine ten like that so she will stay with the mother and then she will go to the father and so forth but there are conditions. The father must his Akida belief structure must be right. If he's a Shia and Qadiani and it is disqualified. If he's not reading Salat and so forth, is disqualified. If he's a person involved in daha and drugs and all this, so then he's disqualified. So there are many, many things you have to look at. End of the day, my sister. You must look at the al-aulad. What What is the best for the children? So that is what you must practice on and see that they are Islamic education their islamic identity nothing must be compromised that is your main objective how are you going to bring up your children and how are you going to prepare them for the life when they grow up they're going to get married and so forth and so on so that's the most important thing that you should
1: remember okay okay last question now what's that one more can a man adopt a lady's kids that he marries and can they take his son in Mustad? Totally haram. You
0: must remember that Surah thirty three, verse five. You got married, right? Your surname is what? Bulbulia, Timol, Patel, De, whatever examples came in my head now. And now you, that's children of your wife now. So they are the children of Desai or they are, you must remember, the children of Hussein or whatever. So now you married her. Now you want to take your adopted children and give them your surname. Absolutely haram. Quran Sharif teaches us Surah 33 verse 5 Surah Ahzab Ud'uhum Call them, the adopted children li'abaihim By the biological father's name Huwa in the law. That is justice by Allah Now when you say you are the father So you are lying to them Man intasaba ila ghairi abih When you are going to make the lineage to somebody else Beside the biological father, then Allah's curse is on you and Allah's angels curse is on you and the people's curse is on you. Absolutely haram. Go open, you must remember, Mustadrak Hakim and Mustan Ahmad and various compilations. You will find this type of ahadith is a major, major son and absolutely haram. The only time you won't make the lineage go to the father, you will let it go to the mother when it is ola de haram bees, they are illegitimate children. Then remember, there's no blame and sin on the children. The lineage will go to the mother and not to the father because they are illegitimate children. But what you are suggesting, absolutely haram. Never, Never is that permissible. 12 o'clock news with Brother Suleiman Esop. Thereafter, the lecture by Mona Ridwan Kaji regarding Tawbah and repentance. 1 o'clock, door Adhan. One zero five to one thirty, Surah Mudassir, chapter seventy four, seventy five. Now it is sorry seventy four, Surah seventy four, and verses thirty two to forty seven, and thereafter one thirty to two Surah Yasin, verses fifty four to sixty five. Two to three current affairs with Brother Yusuf Ali. Three to three thirty five, the repeat of this morning's Q&A. thirty five to four, Sirah of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, al- Dawud Siddat, and four to five, Nabi be Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam's Life Mubarak and light-hearted Moments by Mufti Ahmad Khan Puri and Urdu that will be 5 to 7 will be Moana Khalid Yaqub 7 to 730 the repeat of Surah Muddasir, chapter uh, that is Surah Mudassir, verses 32 to 47 730 to 8 will be Inshallah, Moana Yunus Patel 8 to 10 Brother Shafat Ahmad Khan Medical File Dr. Abdul Majid Khatmi between 8 and 9 9 to 10 Sheikh Maidan and Muhammad salim Kareem so wonderful program Allah Jalla accept us all Barakallahu feek Salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh
1: wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh that was our beloved honorable respected Fadilatul Hazrat Mulana Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain Hafizahullah Up next the 12 o'clock news with Haji Suleyman Esop